Welcome to the Social Norm Podcast, where we bring to light social justice issues integrated within our community. Today's topic of discussion is financial literacy. So what is financial literacy? Financial literacy is the ability to understand and apply financial skills effectively to achieve financial stability. These skills include financial management, budgeting, saving, and investing. It allows us to make informed and responsible decisions with all our financial resources. For example, if two different people were given $10,000, one person may choose to place the money in a savings account, while the other person may choose to invest in stocks. Now let's introduce our guest speakers, who are all students within our community. Would each of you like to introduce yourself by stating your name? <laughs> uh, hi everyone, uh, my name is Naman. Uh, I'm in grade 12. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Bill and I'm in grade 10. My name is Lillian and I'm in grade 11. Now that we have met all the speakers, let's dive into the discussion questions. Our first question is, what does financial literacy mean to you and why is it important? Yeah, I'm Bill and I'll go first. So to me, financial literacy, it means knowing that there are like more ways to make an income besides a nine to five job. So I think it's important because most people are stuck with the idea that as long as they have a well-paying job, they can spend their money like however they want. Like they're going to not save any, they're going to go into debt and stuff and they won't like reach financial freedom. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, I'm Namin uh, and uh, I think financial literacy is, is, is just what, just that. Um, like. I went to I went to the bank a, f a few days back, um, and I learned more there than I did entire like my entirety of high school. And I think financial literacy is like knowing that there's a lot of different options uh, to to you, like that you can use your money with, um, like because there are a lot of things you can do with your money, and and it's important to know your options before you kind of do things. Uh, so that's why I think it's really important. Um, I suppose I'll go then. I'm Lillian, and I agree with what. Common and Bill both said, which is like essentially financial literacy to me at least means understanding how to make use and spend, uh, make save and spend your money and what you have to do with it. So making sure that um, what you do is responsible and sustainable for the future. Um, and I think it's important just because like our world kind of runs on money. So you have to know how it works. And um, yeah, I don't think necessarily that it's taught enough at school, but I do believe it's important. So you go off of that, what do you each think can be implement, implemented into the school curriculum to ensure that students are more well-versed in financial literacy? Um, hi, I'm Nami. Uh, they, they just, uh, they just changed the curriculum uh, for high school, which is pretty cool. Um, I know they added like courses where you like or more about stocks, I think, and then like taxes and stuff like that, which is pretty cool, I think. I, I think it's important because I didn't learn much about anything. I don't know what to do with taxes now. I, I have a job now, but I don't know what to do with the money. Like I just have it put in my bank account, but what happens when I have to do taxes? I don't know. Um, so so I'm happy that the, the kids are, or like the, the new high school students are, are learning about that. That's kind of cool. Hi, I'm Bill. 
I feel like the schools can like get more programs where they invite some like experts to the school and they just talk to the students about the financial literacy because I feel like most students they don't know about it that's why it's not that they don't want to learn about it it's that they just don't know yet hey, I'm Lillian and I think a good thing you could do is try to implement some sort of financial literacy as it applies to various subjects so in English um, you can learn about like reading things that have to do with your taxes and like understanding you know specific um, texts that deal with financial literacy and perhaps in math you can deal with like the actual numbers aspect of it so I feel like if it's incorporated into different subjects in different ways careers too because I know that's like another course that a lot of people take in summer school too and that might hinder um, the learning of financial literacy but if it's really hammered in I think in every subject or every subject that it applies to at least it would be better yeah so moving on to the next question why do you think financial literacy is rarely taught or discussed in school or at home? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I'm, I'm not mean, uh, I, I think it's like, it's one of those things that like, you kind of just know your parents to do. Like your, your parents just like, they, they go to the bank, um, they do your taxes, they, they do their taxes, they do their mortgage, stuff like that. They may invest in stocks, stuff like that. Um, and I think I, I think it's just like known as to be like, like, like an adult thing. Uh, so when you're like in high school and you're and, and you're still, you know, just you're doing like the curriculum and stuff like that, I guess you're not expected to do to any of that stuff. But before you know it, you, you have to do that type of stuff. Even in high school, you gotta do that type of stuff. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, it's just it, it's it's tough. Uh, yeah, it's just, I guess it's just, you just see your parents to do it. So you don't really have to do it until you're a parent, but that's not how it really is. Uh, hi, I'm Bill. And um, okay, most parents, not all, I feel like they have this perspective where that the only way to like live a happy and financially free life is to like get a decent paying job. So I've like asked some of my friends' parents what they thought about like government bonds and like stocks. And most of them just said that it was gambling. And in a way it is, but they're also wrong as well. Because like, let's say all you're doing is buying tickers mentioned on r slash Wall Street bets, then yes, that is sort of gambling, but it is pretty fun. I don't blame you. I've also purchased GME before. But like if you're investing in mutual funds or like S&P 500, then it's more like the, you're gambling like in your favor. Like you have more power than the house, for example. Um, great. Uh, I'm Lillian and I guess there's kind of two parts of this, to this question. Like why isn't it taught at school and then why isn't it taught at home? So I'm gonna focus on the school part first. And I don't think it's taught at school because financial literacy is kind of seen as this thing that's learned on the job when it isn't really, because you don't necessarily learn something like history on the job. So they teach it to you because they think like you have no other opportunity. And in a, in a way, financial literacy is something that you, it's not a learn on the job thing, but it's something you have to because it's something everyone needs to know no matter what job it is. And so we've kind of coasted by allowing kids to not learn it because they just figure it out. But the process could be far more streamlined if you learned it earlier. 
and learned it in a classroom, not necessarily a classroom setting. I disagree with that form of learning for various different kinds of people, but learning it like in school would definitely be beneficial. And the second thing is why isn't it taught at home? And I think to be honest, it really depends on um, your household. Like it depends on your class status. It depends on your culture. It depends on like how many people are in your household. If like maybe you're the oldest by a lot then you might have to know more of that stuff. And then perhaps a younger sibling. I personally am a younger sibling, so I wouldn't know. But um, like, I think at home, at least for me personally, it's seen as something that, you know, you don't have to worry about it, like to kind of relieve that sort of stress. But the flip side of that is that you have to deal with that when you're older and you have no idea. So you're kind of going in there without any sort of perspective. But like I said, it really depends on family to family. There are people I know who um, are taught much more financial literacy than I was at least at my age. So the next question is, who or where did you get the information you need about financial literacy, whether it be for investing, banking, or saving? And take us through the start of your journey. Ooh, um, that's, oh, hi, I'm Navin. Uh, that's, that's, I don't know, I don't know where, where I started learning about financial literacy. I guess like the first time I've had money that's mine, uh, you know, besides like, you know, your aunt coming over and she gives you like a hundred dollar bill and you keep this and your mom's like, I'll keep it in my purse, I'll hold it for you. Uh, like that's the account. Um, but like I had a job in, in grade nine and 10 um, and I, I used to get paid and um, I, I got my taxes and I was like, what do I do with this envelope? I gave it to my grandpa um, and he, he worked with that and same with my next job. Um, and it's like, I, I guess I learned a little bit from him and my dad. I guess that was just kind of the start, just kind of like learning what to do with taxes and like how it really works. Um, I still don't know like much about it. Like I just know that you have to do it basically. Um, and then after that, uh, I've gotten like, I learned a little bit, a bit about like direct deposits, stuff like that. And I went to the bank, talked to them about like how different like TFSAs work and how uh, different types of savings account work. Uh, but that's basically it. I, I feel like I'm kind of screwed for the future because I don't know anything. Um, but, but hey, we'll be okay, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I guess I learned the most from my dad and, and, and from the bank. That's basically it. I, 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 I don't know much though, so I can't really testament to that. <laughs> uh, Naman, what was the job that you got in grade nine? Uh, I was a, uh, I worked at Tiny Tom's Donuts at Wonderland. Pretty cool. <laughs> It's so nice, dude. Best job in the world. I, I will stand by that. It's so good. Oh my goodness. Free donuts, free entry into Wonderland, discount on the Wonderland food. Don't even get me started. Oh my goodness. Favorite job. Were you able to like go on the rides? Yeah, man. Like, yes. Pretty cool. I used, to, I used to get, I used to just like on my break, you could go and like Leviathan and come back. It's pretty sick. <laughs> uh, so, hi, I'm Bill and, um, you can get like all this knowledge and information for free on the internet. You don't even need to like buy those $200 courses offered by like those gurus who like, they always flex a Lamborghini in the back in their ads. 
And um, you can usually go on YouTube and Investopedia if you want to learn about investing or banking. I guarantee you there will be like multiple videos on that topic. So uh, I started my journey by watching like I just binged a bunch of YouTube videos and I've also read a few books. I think I've read The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. You can find a free PDF on that of that online. And um, I've also tried to start a few e-commerce websites like with Shopify, but they never went well. My million, I suppose I'll go next on the last one. But um, I kind of learned most of my financial literacy, however little there is, through um, my parents. And when I went to open my bank account after I got my job. Um, but like, I don't think I know that much. Something I did do uh, that I think several other classes have done um, when I was in middle school is this. Um, have you ever heard of like my, my classroom banking or something like that? It's essentially like a a simulated banking economy where everyone has to apply for jobs and they get money and they have to pay rent on their desks. And if you have enough money, you can like buy a desk and rent it off and you're like a landlord. So that's kind of where I learned my first sort of, that was my first exposure to financial literacy. I don't know like how accurate it, it applies to real life, but that's kind of all I know. So that's where I learned my stuff from. Okay, so thank you for all of your stories. They're very engaging. Um, now for the next question. Do you believe you are prepared to make financially responsible decisions in your future? Why or why not? I am not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not in, uh, and I'm and not prepared <laughs> to make financially uh, sound decisions in the future. Um, I guess kind of branching up what we said earlier. Um, yeah, no, I don't know much. Um, I don't know how to do taxes. I don't know um, how to pay bills. I don't know. I don't know what types of bills are. I know there's like the water bill, the internet bill, there's a lot mortgage. I don't know what else there is. I'll be real. Um, all I know is that AC is kind of expensive. Um, else why would my dad be so against it? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I am not ready for the future. Um, my math teacher said that there that paying taxes is not that hard. It's just like a click of a button. But I don't know. It seems much harder than it is. Uh, it probably is much more. It probably is a bit more simple than I'm thinking of. But I don't know anything, so I'm not prepared, nonetheless. Uh, I have like the same like view as Naman. Uh, I still don't think. I also don't think I'm prepared to make financially responsible decisions in my future since there's also so much I don't know anything about like how to budget and stuff and uh usually when I get my hands on like some cash I usually just spend it on like literally the first thing I see like I have a very bad spending habit okay. I'm Lillian and I agree with what uh, Bill and Naman just said I don't feel prepared whatsoever uh, to deal with finances when I'm older. I'm kind of the opposite of Bill though. Like I don't buy things almost at all, except for like cafeteria cookies, but that doesn't count. And I'm not even in school anymore. So I can't do that either. Um, but I personally don't think I know enough about like 
where I should spend my money, how I should spend my money. I'm trying to figure out more about it. I mean, the thing with me is like, I'm not opposed to like, I don't, I don't have that much pride that I'm opposed to like continuing to live with my parents for like the rest of my life and like leeching off of their knowledge. But I mean, eventually at some point I'm going to have to become independent. And I don't know if I'm prepared for that point. Uh, adding on to what Bill and Lillian said, Lillian, th those cookies, the cafeteria, 100% laced with something, dude. Those were so addicting and such a scam. Oh my goodness. I spent so much money on those cap cookies. But anyway, um, adding on to what Bill said, uh, like budgeting wise, uh, I'm going to university next year. Um, and I kind of like half the budget my stuff, uh, especially because I'm like living on res. Uh, I'm like really nervous but also not too nervous because I've got like a few like excel sheets that I've made or gotten on the internet um with just like budgeting tips and how much to budget and where to budget so I'm excited to like start actually budgeting my money because I really haven't been doing that because I know my friends like for example they get a paycheck and like 75% of it goes into saving and then they use 25% for like food or whatever they want to buy but I haven't been really doing that uh everything just goes into my checking account I don't use all of it but it just goes there uh, so I'm excited, uh, as I said earlier, kind of made a TFSA recently. So I'm excited to start like actually budgeting my stuff. Um, and like, you know, having a certain amount of things for food, having a certain amount of things for, you know, just leisure, buying stuff online, stuff like that. And save 20% of your paycheck for cafeteria cookies. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. How may a lack of financial knowledge affect you? whether it be systematically, economically, academically, or legally? I think, um, I guess like besides just not being able to pay taxes and stuff. Um, my, okay, this is probably like an irrational fear. fear but like this is like my biggest fear. Um, for example, like just like, okay, like extrapolate from him. In high school, for example, I was like terrified that like, I, I just didn't have enough credits, even though like I know I have enough credits, like I know I have like a group A, B, C course. Um, I was just terrified I didn't, right? So I feel like that's gonna like carry on with taxes. I feel like I'd pay everything and do myself, but like I'm terrified that I missed one thing and now I'm like on like the FBI hit list of like tax evaders. Like, um, so like I'm, I'm nervous for that. Um, uh, but I think, you know, besides that, I, I do think it puts you at a disadvantage if you, you know, don't know much about um, what you're doing with your money uh, because as what Lillian said earlier the kind of the world kind of runs off of money and it's just like if you don't know what you're doing with it uh, it just puts you at a disadvantage so I think it, it's just I guess I guess financial literacy and understanding what happens with your money is is probably much more important than people think it is yeah, I agree with what Naman said. Uh, I'm Bill, and um, I feel like a lack of financial knowledge can also put you into a lot of debt and make it hard to pay off a lot of debt. So, like, let's say you aren't, you don't know how to budget, so you aren't budgeting properly, and uh, you're in like, this is an extreme example, but like, you're in like a lot of student debt, and uh, instead of like using your paycheck to pay off that debt, you go and buy like a new PS5, for example, like that's not a very good idea. So uh, I agree with 
Yeah, I'm Lillian. I think like also um, not having that financial knowledge definitely leads you to be more dependent on your parents or guardians or whoever um, in your life for longer, which like I said before, I'm not opposed to, but also like my poor parents, I can't depend on them forever. Like they, it's, they're not old, but they're gonna be old one day. And I can't, <laughs> I can't keep like relying on that. Um, so also it probably um, gives you less knowledge on like what is uh, sustainable and also what's ethical like when you're working and understanding like if you're being exploited or if you're you know if what you're doing is like if you're actually getting paid as much as you should be or I don't know just like an understanding of like how money works will help you understand how to negotiate your place um, when it comes to like the financial world. Okay, so our final question for today is, what can we as students do to educate ourselves on financial literacy? Um, I think, you know, besides like the new, the new curriculum, which is really cool, um, I think, I think, I think like actively reaching out, um, taking initiatives is really important because uh, there, there comes a point where like, you know, the curriculum in the school won't teach you stuff. So it kind of got to get in your hands. Uh, with that being said, you know, talking to your parents, talking to people, reaching out to community things. Like I know like recently um, I was in this event where the whole thing was just basically talking about financial literacy and just learning about finance and stuff like that, which is really cool. I learned a lot. Like I was heading the, I was one of the, I guess you could call these execs or like one of the person running the event. I learned a lot like researching for that event and stuff like that. So getting yourself and putting yourself in different like in different groups or going to these types of events, talking to your banks, talking to your, your parents, I think it's really important. Um, just because, you know, it's it, you're going to have to ask for help eventually. So asking for help regarding things which which will be, be really beneficial for you in the future is really important. Uh, student, I feel like the Hi, I'm Bill, and um, I feel like the internet is like a very useful resource that you can use because you can watch like YouTube videos, you can go on articles, you can listen to amazing podcasts like this one, and to educate yourself about financial literacy. And um, like literally, you can Google anything about what you are trying to learn about, and it will most likely be there. I mean, Ellen and Bill basically said what I wanted to say, like just using the resources that you have and like the internet and, you know, taking initiative is definitely very helpful. Also just observing things in your real life, because even if you don't think like you need to know about financial literacy when you're younger, you kind of like it already impacts you. It impacts everyone because like finances is like kind of how the world runs. So if you kind of observe the world, not, even if you're like going to the grocery store and checking out like the prices and seeing if they've like gone up or down from previous weeks you know it's just understanding you know how finance affects everything else so that definitely helps we are going to wrap up our session here ultimately thank you so much to each and every one of you for your time and contributions and for allowing us to engage in this meaningful and stimulating conversation to wrap this up do any of you have any final questions or thoughts you'd like to leave if not, then thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Great.